green divas heart wildlife. Who can resist all those videos and images of adorable baby animals? But sometimes these adorable creatures really need our help. Let's celebrate wild animals, learn about them, and do what we can to help them. We green divas and green dudes, we really do heart wildlife. And I love to talk with John Platt, who is really doing his best to help educate us about species that are endangered with his Extinction Countdown blog and through The Revelator, which is a website and blog of the Center for Biological Diversity. And so that's all a mouthful. But John also has this buttery, awesome voice and... So we love to talk to John. Hey, John, how are you? Hey, Meg, I'm great. Love to talk to you, too. So sometimes it's good news. Sometimes it's not so good news. And it seems as though lemurs, those adorable little creatures, that you, I think I read that 95% of the lemur species are going extinct or are endangered. Sadly, that's true. Now, lemurs are very popular they're cute they're adorable they they're about they're 111 known species and subspecies that are all from the island nation of madagascar off the coast of africa people really identify uh, the most strongly with the ring-tailed lemur which is one of the most popular uh, species in captivity but they're just not doing well in the wild yeah 95 percent of them 105 species are now considered threatened some of them just you know they're at risk a number of them are critically endangered, and there may only be a couple of dozen left. Wow. And what do we attribute this to? Well, Madagascar is one of the poorest countries in the world, and they've had a lot of political crisis over the past few years. That has resulted in terrible habitat loss and deforestation. And, you know, if, you can't, if you're a forest-living creature, you love trees, and you lose your trees, you're in a bit of a problem. The in absolute poverty there in Madagascar has also created some additional driving for hunting of, of lemurs for meat. And um, most recently, a whole new thing has popped up. It's an illegal pet trade. They're capturing them and selling them into, uh, into captivity, maybe to be uh, cuddled by tourists or something like that. But um, that's <laughs> not a good thing at all because they don't, they don't do well in captivity. They're wild animals. Oh. Oh, wait a minute. I'm just still back stuck on the, they're eating them. They're not even very big. They're not very meaty, are they? Well, probably not. But if you're starving, what choice do you have? And, yeah. you know, some of it is just if you've been hunting species for, for your entire life, that's just normal. Other things, it's just that's what's left because the entire island has been really hit by this crisis. And it's not just lemurs that are being caught. And, you know, we, we see this a lot around the world. Um, sometimes people use snares. They put out a wire hoop or rope or whatever it might be, and those are indiscriminate. You might be hunting for a boar or something like that, trying to hope it, get, it gets in your snare, but you can catch anything, and that's a, that's a huge problem. So talk about the crisis. What, what's really going on in Madagascar? They had a little bit of a, I guess you'd call it a civil war a few years back, and um, there was a coup, and, and there's been a lot of back and forth, and, and trying to stabilize the country in a lot of ways is focused on the cities, which makes sense. That's where the heart of the government is, 
but that leaves the people and the rest of the communities out in uh, a further away from those cities and being neglected a bit. I've been told that the world governments have done a lot to support Madagascar, but you know you can only do so much. And if you're propping up the government, how do you make sure? How do you put safeguards to make sure that money goes to people all around the country and uh, and the environmental systems that need it as well. Yeah. Now, is uh, the country in a state of stabilization rather than if it were going in either direction, is it going towards stabilization now? I would say it definitely is. Um, they have a good government in place. There's a new election coming up soon. They're, you know, they're working on it. And there's a lot of great people in the conservation community working on things as well. There's a group called the Lemur Conservation Network, which links about 50 conservation organizations, also includes researchers and zoos, and they're working to implement lemur survival action plans, which among the top things to help lemurs is actually going to Madagascar as an ecotourist and making sure that people visit the country and that the money goes to the communities that can then you know, if you're going to visit a community, you want to see it healthy. So uh, there's incentives to keep on-the-ground conservation efforts going. Oh, so I volunteer. I think we should lead a Green Divas <laughs> uh, expedition and uh, an eco-adventure to Madagascar, right? Sign me up. Yeah. And, and so now, and this other thing about people, I think lemurs were the subject of some viral Facebook and social media videos that they're, they're really cute little creatures, but this is part of that what's spurring people to want to yeah. cuddle them and, you know, take them out of their natural habitat? Yeah, there's cases of uh, hotels, you know, having a little a lemur there chained up and, and it's a, or even restaurants, and it's a draw, you know, hey, it's something cute, it's something neat. You know, that's not good for the animal, and it takes them out of the wild where they could be breeding and, and assisting with the... the regular propagation of the species. Well, what's interesting, there's also recent research that shows that lemurs have really important roles for the forest health. We're getting these forests chopped down. In a lot of cases, that's to be burned down for, for forest or for agricultural land. Sometimes it's to sell the wood. There's a huge illegal trade in a tree called rosewood. But lemurs eat, see, eat fruits they poop out the seeds. The seeds then grow new forests. Mm. So if you want a healthy ecosystem, you need both the trees and the lemurs to be healthy and keep that system going. They don't seem like aggressive animals. They seem like kind of peaceful little creatures. They just kind of want to do their yeah. thing. Yeah, absolutely. They hop, they jump, they climb. So other than going on a really cool Green Diva eco-adventure to Madagascar, what might other folks who aren't ready for that adventure, what might they do to help? Well, the Lemur Conservation Network is probably the best place to start. They've got a page on their website, uh, which you can find through Google or through our article on therevelator.org, that offers some tips. You can donate to them. There are aid packages that can help. The other thing is, you know, if you're buying something from Madagascar, which you know, I don't know how often that is, make sure it's not an illegal product like Rosewood. Don't support that trade that's devastating the country. Excellent, excellent advice. And thank you so much again, John, for letting us know what's happening out there and how we can help our, our wildlife critter friends. Thanks, John. Thank you, Meg. Thanks for listening to this episode of Green Diva's Heart Wildlife. 
please visit thegreendivas.com, that's T-H-E, greendivas.com, to learn more about wildlife, nature, and a whole lot more.